0: welcome to the underground unlocking alternative journeys to health with host kelly richardson over the next hour you're going to hear from the experts of bioenergetic kinesiology and clients who have experienced success with this modality now here is kelly
1: welcome to the underground i'm your host kelly richardson I'm the owner of the Richardson Center for Learning and Wellness in Janesville, Wisconsin, where we provide services for people with concussions, trauma, allergies, learning issues, and those with aches and pains. I've been in the field for over a decade and share a passion to teach others about bioenergetic kinesiology. One way I plan on doing this is bringing in leaders in my field, as well as my clients to tell their stories on the show. You can reach me at kellyrichardson.us, or you can call the office at 608. 563-5202. Five six three five two zero two. We are in the Christmas season, and during this time, we gather with our friends and our families and make new s- memories. But this time of year can also be very difficult for those who have experienced loss. Grief comes in many forms. This week, we are going to be hearing from Fathers J.B. Howell and Matt Walmo. Both parents have experienced severe loss in the past few years both have gone through the horrible experience of losing a son. I wanted to give them a platform to tell their stories and share what they are doing to help continue on after their difficult losses. To start off with, we're going to hear from JB Howell. JB grew up in Iowa and attended the University of Iowa. He currently lives in Rockton, Illinois and has a job in architectural sales. He enjoys fishing, hiking, and outdoor fitness. JB and his wife, Tiffany, have a 17-year-old daughter named Finley as well. On June 6th, 2020, his family experienced a great loss when his son, Turner, was found to have passed away. Through the next few years, JB struggled to find a way to heal through that event and trauma. Welcome to the Underground, JB.
2: Hi, thank you, Kelly. Thanks for having me.
1: Sure. Could you tell us um, or... Could you give the listeners a description of what happened that day with Turner?
2: Sure. Um, so um, Turner was 18, uh, 18 years old. So this uh, this uh, happened over um, the day of June 6th and, and June 7th. Um, my best day and my worst day. Had mm-hmm. um, uh, a uh, family barbecue. Friends that, you know, came over, and this was uh, right as COVID was kicking off. Uh, So we were in month three, I think, of the COVID shutdowns uh, and uh, enjoying the outdoors. Turner, you know, just got done with a bike ride with uh, one of his buddies uh, locally. Uh, We were hanging out by the pool, uh, starting to have a conversation. School had just finished. um, So uh, uh, Turner came out and for the first time ever wasn't wearing a swim shirt. Um, And uh, Turner was built like an action figure, just uh, pretty muscular, um, uh, Kid, you know, without uh, any effort, uh, and, and uh, he and I had uh, some pretty good chats, um, even even that day, and um, what his plans were for the summer, uh, and you know his work and and uh, you know what uh, what he was looking forward to. Uh, so, uh, hanging out with uh, with friends, it got a little bit late uh, uh, late that night, uh, and uh, got up uh, Sunday morning, uh, and Turner was. Uh, Quite routine,d uh, and, and uh, what I mean by that is Turner was up at six a.m. every morning without fail. Uh, he always uh, during school would make his lunch, uh, and so he was pretty self sufficient uh, when it came to that. Well, uh, you know, I woke up around eight thirty uh, and was going to make breakfast, uh, so uh, my wife and I were going to uh, have breakfast, and I I thought it was uh, really weird that uh, mm-hmm. Turner wasn't up already or or uh, stirring, and I asked him to. Uh, Tiffany's my wife, I asked asked her to go see, can you just go check on, uh, check on Turner and the scream, the the scream and and Tiffany uh, yelling for for me. Uh, So she walked in and she had uh, passed, passed away over, over that evening. Uh, so I, of course, ran up, uh, skipping every stair. I mean, just the the memory of uh, the memory of this is the the haunting, uh, the haunting piece uh, of of what I saw, the the sound of the scream, and and uh, and what happened. And I and I walked in, uh, and there was there was no hope. And I, you could you could see that uh, it it happened uh, that evening, late at night. Uh, uh, but uh, that that vision uh and now thankfully uh it's no longer um as often uh, i'll say um that haunted me minute by minute uh, for a very long time and that was the the most difficult part of that uh, i couldn't be there uh, couldn't be there for him uh, of course family gathered uh, really quickly uh, after uh, just Sat by aside side for hours. Hmm. Uh, I had a hard time doing that, so uh, I was trying to take care of uh, other things. And as uh, you know, of course, the police came and and uh, you know the the entire uh, entire crew. So I um, thought this would feel a little bit easier. Easier, uh, but uh, you know, uh, through that day. Uh, uh, that's a memory and, and then I know maybe you can speak to that, but that post-traumatic uh, side of things that that was the memory. Um, and to it, this it, it was quite weird how um, my mind uh, wrapped itself around that because I saw it from not only the angle that it happened or in my mind that it happened, but also from different overhead, from you know different perspectives uh, you know, in, in Turner's room. And and that was just quite interesting uh, uh, to me, but uh, certainly a a painful one. Thankfully, um, that I've created that memory for you know his smile and Mm. you know what uh, what Turner was about, Um, and that's that's been a big transition for me Uh, in in the growing. You know, there's there's not a day that goes by that you don't think about him Uh, and how you know he affected the the family uh, and. just the impact that he had on on his on the the uh, the community, his friends, uh, uh, kids around him. The uh, 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 the celebration of life was um, shortly after that, and, and I, I, I was just absolutely amazed. Uh, you know, I knew Turner's close friends, uh, but the turnout uh, uh, was unbelievable. I mean, hundreds of kids from his school uh, uh, came came through. Uh, there was young one young uh, young girl. Uh, that came in. And this is. Uh, uh, she just stared at me, and all she wanted to do, do was have a hug. Uh, I didn't know her. Uh, I, I wish I did. Everybody had a mask on, so I don't know if you know, I don't know if uh. I recognize her. But just the the power of that, and teachers, and you know, just uh, that was amazing to me. The impact. You know. Yeah, that's Turner. He's my son. Uh, but I was just—I was still so, so, so proud of him, uh, you know, for you know the development and, and what he uh, what he did, and a big part of that was his smile. Uh, it was uh, infectious. Uh, he was uh, could light up a room, uh, and and definitely wanted to make sure that everybody was happy. So, uh, yeah, uh, best worst day of of of, of, of my life. Uh, that's uh, that's for sure.
1: So in the next few days after that, how did your you and your family process everything?
2: Uh, every, so of course, you know, family from everywhere uh, came in to, to support. We definitely had you know a, a great support, not only family but uh, friends, uh, mm-hmm. my my work colleagues, uh, everybody that uh, that that had that support. I, I of course in, was walking in a pace. I mean, it was uh, just a fog. Uh, you, you, you go through you know, all the the, uh, uh, the steps of uh, of grief. Everybody's different. Um, I I know that took a very long time. uh very long time. You know, this I, I I kept looking at the stairs, waiting for him to run down the you know run down the stairs and and uh, and see him again. Um, uh, definitely difficult um I, I see it i see it differently you know the way that my wife is is dealing you know with, with the uh the, the pain of the loss and then also my daughter you know that um that, that's you know the the important piece uh, uh to me uh it's an ongoing process that i know um, over the last since three and a half years now so that was uh, uh as the growth or at least the uh Development or um, healing uh, that I've gone through. You know, I I don't—I'm never completely healed, but uh, you know, uh, it it is uh, important for me to continue that to continue that process and and really help others is a big focus of of mine. When it uh, you know we're we're talking about you know this type of uh, people going through this, who definitely wouldn't wish it on 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 anybody. Uh, But uh, how can I make the best of the, the situation?
1: So, did they? um, Did you get answers of what caused him to pass away?
2: Yeah. So, um, about a year and a half uh, earlier, uh, Turner was diagnosed uh, with epilepsy. Uh, Had a couple of uh, uh, episodes, uh, and they were spaced out. Uh, we, We were going to specialists. They they did have him on medication. It seems like we had it figured out. Uh, and, uh, at least that's what they shared, you know, from the, uh, autopsy and, and everything that they, they did. There was, you know, there wasn't any, that, that's what they determined. There wasn't any, any other cause, uh, uh, that, uh, that they shared. Um, and I'm sure they, they gave me the, that and it, it was, that's what I thought even that day, uh, is, is what, uh, is what happened. So that it was confirmed that, uh, uh, it was an epileptic seizure that he just couldn't recover from.
1: Gotcha. What, ha- what have you done? Like before you came to the Richardson center, what did you do to try to help yourself grieve or, you know, walk through the loss of, of Turner?
2: Um, I, I did that poorly. Um, so, uh, uh, it wasn't, um, you know, for the, the first year and a half, um, I, I definitely I wasn't addressing it. I was hiding from it. Um, it, you know, I was becoming more distant, uh, unmotivated, you know, these types of things in, in the, you ask yourself the, the typical questions, um, that you, you know, you're not going to get the answer, you know, the answer that you're wanting to hear. Uh, but I really, uh, was hiding, um, and, um, I've shared with you. And, um, mm-hmm. in, in my past, I started to drink quite a bit, uh, uh, way too much and you know recognizing that it wasn't allowing that to affect my family or at least i thought um, thought that was the case but i, I quickly recognized I, I gotta find a different path uh where this is the uh, this is not going to end well uh, you know with uh, uh with that uh i did try traditional therapy just didn't click with me uh, just wasn't uh wasn't helpful uh at, at least uh, you know what was. Uh, what was offered you know at, at, at that time you know i'm struggling i'm looking for for help i wanted to smile again you know i felt like it was a at least a year and a half of, uh, that uh, that pain uh, you know, was just so overwhelming uh, I, I did start to journal uh, and i journaled everything and i think that started you know that opened the window that showed me a little bit of light uh, and gave me that uh, that opportunity uh, I'm a Midwest boy, uh, so you know we were always told, "Don't share your feelings. Don't, don't, uh, uh, don't show the pain." Uh, but what I started to recognize is talking about it really helped, um, and that could be, you know, with uh, with anybody. And most people kind of avoided the conversation, and I get it. You know, it's uncomfortable. Um, but uh, the more the more I talked to people, uh, the you know, the more I I started to come out of, of at least. Portions of that depression and the anxiety was was pretty overwhelming, and that's why I did what I did because I wanted to hide from that and and really just take a take a breath uh, with what that is. Uh, Meditation. I started to to meditate. It's been a a game changer for me. Uh, So almost every day, uh, not every day, but uh, uh, that's a big piece uh, of what I what I've done. And then uh, I, I had to make some life changes. Uh, uh just from the toxic and you know the the uh, uh, and that's not just uh television or or uh, news i shut that all down i don't do social media uh you know i don't watch the news uh, those those types of things so i was recognizing what affected me and what was you know, adding to the you know that uh, that anxiety or the depression i even uh, had really good friends that um, I recognize it wasn't good for my mental health. Uh, so I uh, uh, had the hard conversations of, of you know, I, I, can't, I can't have you guys around. Uh, anymore. Um, so it would, a lot of changes started to happen uh, with uh, within that process.
1: I mean, this is a form of PTSD that you definitely experienced. Um, when you came to see me, how did that help with the PTSD portion of what you were struggling with?
2: Uh, well, I, I definitely came in with interest and a lot of hope because uh, I wasn't I wasn't getting uh, a, a lot of uh, the help that uh, that I needed, and as as I mentioned, I really wasn't on on a uh, a, a good path. Uh, our our initial sessions for me were. Pretty intense, um, you know. As, as far as the uh, the series that uh, that we went through, I really didn't recognize the PTSD. I do now, um, and you know how that uh, and, and how that is. Understanding that helped me, uh, you know, uh, develop and and start understanding how I could I could deal with that type of situation. Uh, you and I have uh, been uh, I've been coming in for over two years now. I think uh, I think November uh, of that. Uh, Twenty one was the the first one, and um, I, and I see you monthly. Um, so, uh, and I'm I'm thankful for that because uh, it does uh, it makes a tremendous business for me, or uh, 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 certainly helps. So, I'm quite grateful for you.
1: What led you to coming to see me?
2: Uh, so, a really quick story. Um, I'm struggling. You know, my wife is uh, is doing everything she can to to keep everything together. Uh, she works at a an equestrian therapy uh, facility, uh, or worked at the equestrian therapy uh, facility. And uh, a young man, a student of yours, came in uh, to to work on uh, the horses. Uh, and I think he was doing that more for a training. And uh, the impact that that had on my wife, uh, and what uh, what he was doing with the the animals and the the, the testing that uh, that he was doing, or or using this this new. Um, at least new to me um this uh this new process she said you you wouldn't believe the the impact that it had on the animals you really should check this out so uh, I picked up the phone and I called you um uh, so that uh, that's what led me to uh, uh to seeing
1: you yeah and then that was yeah like you said that was about two years ago so how are you doing now
2: um uh, yeah I'm way better um uh it's still uh, a path in, in in front of us. Um, you, you and I just talked about this uh, earlier this week at my appointment. Uh, I had headaches every day, uh, every day for at least a, a year and a half, maybe a little bit more. Even starting, you know, to to come to see you, um, that doesn't happen anymore. Um, so, um, I, I anxiety still sneaks up on me. Uh, you know that that depression, but uh, uh, huge reductions in in the occurrences there. Uh, I'm way. Way more focused uh, than than I than I was, and that's in all aspects. And you know, continuing to grow, I've got motivation back. I have goals, you know, with uh with what I'm with what I'm doing. Uh, so not only you know what what you bring bring to the table and your expertise, but even the conversations uh, that uh, that that you and I have are 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 quite important. Uh, so I'm looking forward to continuing that path, and and uh, uh, certainly still uh, working with you.
1: Okay. Well, we're going to take a, a little bit of a break right now. Today, we've been talking with parent JP, J.B. Howell, who lost his son, Turner, in 2020. When we return, we will hear from Matt Walmo and his experiences with grief and loss. Stay tuned.
2: america is on linkedin connect with us today
0: are you not getting the answers or results you are looking for in your healthcare journey join the underground each week as we explore alternative tracks to wellness we will be bringing on experts in the field of bioenergetic kinesiology as well as hear stories about those who have had success in utilizing this modality the underground unlocking alternative journeys to Health, hosted by kelly richardson Thursdays at 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel.
2: In this polarizing age of misinformation, it is critical to examine the lessons of the past on history, culture, and trauma, Ingrid Cochran, CEO of Paces Connection and her guests will explore historical trauma and outline how our collective past shades our perception of today's world and our shared experiences. In this podcast, we will examine the impact of past atrocious cultural events and the impact of the systemic trauma of racism and poverty on the human experience. Ingrid and her guest will also outline what is needed for our collective healing please join us for history, culture, and trauma Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific time on the Voice America Health and Wellness channel.
1: Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness.
0: Welcome back to The Underground with Kelly Richardson. Have a question for Kelly or her guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5791. That's 866-472-5791. Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back to The Underground. We've been talking with J.B. Howell, who tragically lost his son in 2020. Next, we will be hearing from Matt Walmo. Matt is a seasoned real estate agent who boasts 23 years of marriage with his wife, Michelle, and is a proud father of five. Known in the Rhinelander, Wisconsin, for his success in real estate, Matt navigates the local market like a pro. Beyond the office, he's all about the outdoors, boating, hunting, fishing, and hitting the golf course. But what truly drives him is quality time with his loved ones. Matt's a family man at heart, finding fulfillment in balancing work and creating lasting memories with friends and family. Welcome to The Underground, Matt.
3: Thank you, Kelly. It's nice to be here.
1: Thanks for coming on. Could you share with our listeners what happened to your son, Gavin?
3: Yeah. Um, um, I I'll guess I'll, I'll start by um, saying that Gavin Gavin had a lot of mental health issues. Um, at, at an early age, he was diagnosed um, with Asperger's and um over anxious disorder of childhood, as well as um, um, ADHD. It was pretty severe, the the counselors and things that he was around um, and put on top of that, he was highly um, intelligent like um, and creative. Like yeah, the talented and gifted testing that he went through was, um, he was in the top 1% of the people that took that. So um, testing. And um, so it was, Gavin's uh, life was a, a struggle and he ended up um you know being diagnosed with bipolar probably around uh twenty twenty uh bipolar disorder and uh just didn't really like the medication and everything. He uh, he was actually diagnosed while he was in rehab over in Milwaukee and um then he had to come home around COVID time and it seems like that was a time frame where uh things kind of went really sideways for him. Um he was with us, but he kept withdrawing more and more. And uh you know it, it was it was nice to have him home. Um but I guess July fourth of twenty twenty one was really where things took a turn. Um we were at a family party um with a bunch of friends on a lake outside of Rhinelander and um everybody's having a good time and we um we didn't know that he was actually drinking a lot that day and I mean the leading up to this there were some events where he just seemed like um things weren't going well he was in the yard um talking to himself um out loud you know nobody's there like um and his mom had asked him if he needed to go in even within probably a week or two before um, everything went down. Um, but that night, um, he just kind of, it just lost it. Um, and we, we called the 911 for help just to make sure that we, we could make sure that he was safe. And um you know that they would come in and and do something to to watch him and um they took him to jail on a he was he was on uh not parole but probation, and so they took him out of probationary hold for uh this, and they took him to Oneida county jail um, in Rhinelander, um where he sat in a cell for four days mentally ill um his probation officer attempted to call you know several times to warn him you know he's he's suicidal and he never saw any medical staff and um on the 8th he ended up in the jail cell taking his own life and uh, the trauma uh came when the officer showed up knocking at our door at 4 a.m and uh all I can remember is my wife just, you know, it was the most awful scream and cry ever. Um, And uh, for, for me, that was, I mean, it was was pretty, pretty bad. We had a a cop after that, um, show up at the door a while after this, probably a month, maybe knocking and I had fallen asleep in the chair and it was instantly like I was back there and uh, so that's um and, and Kelly I yeah, actually uh you know Gavin before this I mean we we did try to get him a little bit uh in to see you um back when we lived in Janesville in I think it was 2017 uh, but he was at a point where he just wasn't ready to to do anything you know Yeah. And that was more
1: for ADHD than for, I I don't usually do a lot of with the mental health because that's just not my background.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So I know, um, I said that because I know you knew him and, uh, -hmm. it it was a little different than just somebody showing up and, you know, Hey, Gavin, you actually knew him and and had tons of compassion because you had actually be interacted with him. And you know, most people who meet Gavin just I mean they love him. He, he's got an infectious yeah. smile, he's funny, he's you know, he just uh he struggled.
1: Yeah, our boys even wrestled together. You yeah, helped mine right. when he was wrestling because we didn't know anything about wrestling. Yeah, that's right. And Gavin that's was right. wrestling that same day.
3: Yeah, yeah. So um so- Go ahead.
1: How how did the family handle the loss?
3: Um I think, you know, everybody handles grief differently and right. uh um I, I would say that uh, my wife Michelle tended to withdraw and um stay to herself, you know, uh more even though we we have four the kids in the house. I mean, she did her best, um, and it does a great job with their kids to to make sure she's there for them. But it it was so exhausting that by six o'clock at night, she's ready to be by herself. You know, um, for me, I poured myself into work, um, and um, it was you know, the last couple of years have been incredible for the real estate market, um, but it's probably something that takes my mind off of uh what was happening with Gavin. Um but it, but grief comes in waves. So I feel like, you know, a lot of times it'd be one person doing well and the other one isn't, you know, back and forth. Um and a lot of times you can feed off of what's going on with the other person, even if you are doing well. So um I, I would I would say we've We've done our best um our kids um i would say my, my daughter jenna is uh, 20 now she's she's two years younger than gavin i think it was probably hardest on her um with all the events and being closer in age um and then uh, we have a um, son that's five years younger they were the two oldest boys there's a lot of sibling rivalry there so uh, i I know our son gave Mrs. Um, Mrs. Gavin, but it was a tough relationship. So,
1: mm-hmm. um,
3: uh, and then uh, the two younger boys um, were 11 and nine, I think at the time, or almost 11 and eight, I think at the time or something. And uh, I don't know, it, it I think the, the best um, medicine sometimes is laughter. And um, we, try to at least joke there's uh we have gavin was uh, cremated and uh, we have his urn there and so sometimes a joke about his height comes up or something like that you know it's like he's in this state i mean it's not going to change anything he's not here he'd be laughing if he was here so i think that's been actually kind of therapeutic being able to laugh about it a little bit you know even though it's super hard and you know there are days where that's, it's it's hard to get through the day
1: so when what you were actually seeing me for another issue when gavin passed
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then we kind of had to do a little bit of a pivot there and start working on the grief and walking through all the events that occurred after he um passed how has been working with me helped or has it helped <laughs>
3: Well, it's definitely helped um i i uh i would say definitely the, the the ptsd um you know some of that stuff where i don't know just uh, probably seeing a cop or anything you know like would have set you off I, I feel like i'm much more stable and you know my heart doesn't start beating out of my chest um anymore um so it's been super helpful from that perspective um, I, I think we, we've had a lot, uh, going on because of the events there, there's been a, um, uh, a, a lawsuit, um, basically for, for them not, uh, not watching him, not, uh, you know, making sure that, uh, you know, that these suicidal, um, you know warnings were you know valid um and so so some of that like uh, newspaper articles would just show up in the local newspaper and some of that would just cause trauma again and again and so we would meet and uh, you'd balance me and it would um it would totally help I mean it's it it it, again it's it's uh with, with PTSD or trauma, it's it's your your rapid heart rate. It's, um, you know, I, and I don't know, there's probably a lot more physically going on than that. But it's just your mind isn't, um, it's not able to think straight during those times. And uh, so we would meet and it work on me and uh, it would it would help with with all of that. And um, I think, you know, overall, we're at a point in time where we we know whatever happens with that whole situation um is the, basically the decision has already been made and we uh we're really good with whatever happens at this point you know um where before it was all about justice for gavin you know for um for him and you know that um uh, you know we we had to fight a lot in life for him and i feel like um, you know, especially his mom felt like we need to fight in his death as well. So, um, I think we're finally at, at more at peace with that type of stuff. And a lot of that has to do with the work that you've done with us. Um, and I don't know where I'd personally be without that.
1: It was interesting to watch you cause we, we were already meeting. And then this event happened, and just to see how you could process through that. And as you had an issue, we could deal with it immediately. So you mm-hmm. didn't have that buildup that we have to like go through when somebody comes in because we were already working on things. So for you, I've seen it be pretty steady. I mean, yeah, you have events that come up or a court date that mm-hmm. comes up, but it's more dealing with specific things rather than mm-hmm. the entire large event that we had to dissect, we could just go through it as things came up and you'd be like, okay, this week I'm going to be dealing with this. And we would work on that prior. So we could be more proactive than reactive. Mm-hmm. In, in, and that's quite unusual in a case like that. And right. that, that's what I noticed with you. You were able to pretty stay steady. I mean, yes, you did have your emotions and mm-hmm. yes, you did struggle with things, but you were able to walk through it pretty steadily and lead your family from a place of stability, which was really nice to be able to see. I mean, you had your whole family to to lead through this and you were able to do that well. That's yeah. just what I saw from my perspective. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it didn't always feel like that, but yeah it 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 was super helpful and i would I would say that there was it's it's again, it's I think it's like great um grief being in waves, so it wasn't like I can't right. deal with life, but I couldn't deal with certain things at times very well um and certainly there. Uh, As JB had said earlier in the show, as drinking, we were drinking more. You know, just trying to deal with with things like that, and we'd even talk through some of that, kind of work on the the whole balancing. You know, Um, so that 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 didn't like progress to a a thing that's not (laughs) not super healthy. I mean, um, and I think overall, you know, we've 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 done pretty well. Um, I'm real thankful that that um we have this uh bio kinesiology you know that you mm-hmm. do available to us and uh I know my um my wife is uh, a big fan she she couldn't be on the show um today uh it was just um uh, we have a friend that's going through a lot with something similar and it was just a lot of, of grief I've done a lot more work with with Kelly than she has but um
1: she she just started to see me she just came in and saw me now
3: yeah which
1: is unusual that the guys came in first you know right? we had already been working together so yep but no she's wonderful and she's doing pretty well getting through this as well um when i saw her last she was i mean yeah she's trying to help her friend through this now and Yeah, Mm -hmm. that the show probably would be a lot. So I totally understand that.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But we're going to take a little break here. You've been listening to the underground with Kelly Richardson. We've been talking with fathers, Matt Walmo and JB Howell today. Both of them have experienced great grief through the sudden loss of their sons. When we return from our break, we will be taking your calls at 866-472-5791. Stay tuned for the conclusion of The Underground.
0: Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America
2: for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts.
3: Are you tired of feeling powerless over food? Do you obsess over every bite? Dr. Nina is here to help you identify your hidden triggers, stop emotional eating, and create
1: permanent, sustainable weight
3: loss no more diets and no more deprivation learn how to live a life of freedom joy and happiness while still enjoying the food you love join dr nina as she shares her expertise on how to outsmart emotional leading and live your best life on the binge cure with dr nina thursdays at 12 p.m pacific time on the voice america health and wellness channel
1: Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness.
0: Welcome back to The Underground with Kelly Richardson. Have a question for Kelly or her guests? Join us on the show at 866 472 5791. That's 866 472 5791. Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back to the underground today. We've been talking with fathers, Matt Walmo and JB Howell. Both of them have had experienced great grief through the sudden loss of their sons. I'm your host, Kelly Richardson. If you have any questions for Matt, JB, or myself, we'll be taking your calls at 866-472-5791. In the meantime, while we're waiting to hear from our listeners, I have some more questions for you both. So how are you guys doing now? You do want, want me to answer. <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah. Go ahead.
2: Okay. Yeah. Well, um, and just as, as a recap, I, I've been seeing Kelly for um, and getting her help for a, a little over uh, two years um, now. And uh, I think she would probably uh, agree the the change has been pretty um, great, I, I guess, um, you know, from, from where I'm at uh, and back. Uh, I have a, a friend of mine that's you know constantly is is telling me hey j- just one more step you just got to take one more step you got to keep going uh and uh, I've really uh, grabbed on to that um uh, really get gotten myself back into um, mental and physical uh physical shape after uh, everything and I guess that's a couple of things that not only from what Kelly's uh, uh, helping with but uh, I'll I'll tell you a, a big a big uh, motivator for me is uh, just moving. Just get up and move, um, and whether that's a, a mile walk or you're in the gym five, seven times a, a week, you know whatever that uh, that might be. Just uh, uh, you know dealing with anxiety and depression, and it, it, unfortunately, it's prevalent. You know, a lot of people are dealing with a lot of different things. Uh, uh, Matt and I lost. Uh, loved ones, lost sons, uh, but uh, even the day-to-day grind—you uh, know—I I see it in a lot of people. That anxiety and that de- de- that depression uh, that uh, that happens. And if I could just tell people, you know, one piece of advice: just move, just uh, get your body moving. Uh, it dramatically helps. Uh, and I, I just know how I feel—you know—after uh, a workout. Uh, you know, sometimes I don't want to go, but then when you're done, I'm just so thankful that uh, that that I did that. I guess, um, it, it, I'm recognizing uh, through with Kelly's help, uh, you know, more of a passion that's starting to develop in me, uh, and and that's really letting people know exactly what Kelly does and how she does it. Uh, uh, a lot of people um, have told me which doctor, and you probably heard this, Kelly. Um, you know, in, in that, uh, <laughs> uh, but it's uh, it, it works it works for me, um, and you know, maybe maybe it wouldn't work for everybody, I, I, but uh, giving it a chance and and uh, really understanding that. Um, uh, you know, from from a from a benefit uh, standpoint, but I'm also recognizing I don't want anybody to feel this way. So I'm sharing as much as I possibly can, um, and and I'll share a quick story and then uh, let Matt answer uh, a little bit of that question. So um, earlier this summer, uh, I was at a, a graduation party uh, and ran into old friends of mine, uh, my wife and I, uh, was just having a conversation uh, uh, with uh, uh, his name is Ryan. Uh, and, and he and I get get along uh, quite well but I hadn't seen him for months even I mean the COVID thing um I don't think we had seen each other for maybe even longer than that uh but uh, he and I were catching up and, and having conversations and uh it, you know, it was getting it to you know where where he was at and uh, he was experiencing uh, a lot of anxiety uh, and uh, I, I guess'm I'm, I'm guessing uh, but uh, uh he just wasn't doing well he quit doing a lot of the things that he loved because of this. Uh, and uh I had shared um, my experience with Kelly um and uh and Ryan actually went and or maybe even continues to see I haven't talked to him for a, a couple of weeks uh but uh I, I learned recently that uh he's back to doing uh, the things that he loves uh uh and uh and he he will say or will share that uh, Kelly had a lot to to do with that and uh that just made me uh very happy uh, so that you know i could i could help a friend and and get him introduced and and uh uh for that so uh, again i'm quite thankful and if anybody's even considering looking into it I, I highly suggest it uh, you know I, I i'm trying to stay away from pharmaceuticals or any kind of medications and uh ellies uh, uh helping me uh with that uh, as well uh um, i guess from my experience um if uh if you're experiencing any of these kind of feelings, that anxiety, the, the depression, many PTSD, and I know there's a lots of lots of forms of that. And it's not just a, the loss of uh, a child. And there's a, a lot of ways that impacts people.
1: Yes.
2: Uh, yeah, definitely explore it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been I'm here because of that. Um, and that's a piece of uh, a piece of what uh, what Kelly's brought to me. So, I'm, I, again, I'm, I'm quite thankful for you. Uh, and uh, really understand uh, what gratitude really means uh, uh, now. So um, uh, I appreciate you.
1: Yeah, well, I appreciate you telling people about me because my heart's desire is to just serve people in this way to get them when they're stuck. You know, they've gone to all the doctors, they've gone through all the specialists, and none of them are seem to be helping them. I'm usually their last. Resort, you know, the last ditch effort, but we usually have some good results. Um, Yeah. And for both of you, I've noticed you both took up physical activities. You both started lifting weights or working out or being outside. So that was interesting that you were both deciding to go that route and it seemed to really help you. Because Matt, you're even working out too. You're lifting weights pretty much every day, right?
3: Yeah, it's uh for me, it's uh four days a week that I lift weights. Um, I've had some medical things over the years that have pretty much limited my uh, my aerobic activity. Um, adrenals don't really respond well. It's it's stuff we've done a little bit with, but I also um work with a nutrition response, um testing for food to to mm-hmm. help all of that. Um, and that's really I think why I was seeing you before all this was uh, the the I guess um, symptoms that were a result of uh, my body not being healthy which is depression the anxiety you know things like that um, and so I think between you know working out um, meditating you know uh, keeping a pretty consistent schedule for me is important um, you know, and then, then the, the, um, uh, you know, the energy work that we're doing as well. So it's, it's, that it's been huge. Uh, and I think you could probably maybe communicate this a little bit better, Kelly, but, um, you know, my, have a kind of weird one, like where my depression and anxiety go off during certain things Mm -hmm. and events. You're one of my toughest
1: clients. Yes, you are.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I've been told that before. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 uh, it, it's been um good because I'm also one who has tried medication and felt apathetic and felt like that was not the answer not a route I wanted to go it didn't really fit in line with my my natural health uh path that I wanted to be on uh, as well because of the stuff that's in the drugs um so it's uh, I feel like we've seen each other real often for at times and then we might, be good with once or twice a month you know other times so um but it's been i i wouldn't i would be on medication for sure without um, the energy work that you're doing
1: well i'm just grateful that i can help both of you so that you're still around and can lead your families and not be lethargic but yeah matt matt was one of my more difficult clients to try to figure out. We're still trying to figure out some things, but mm-hmm. at least, I mean, you can eat certain foods now you can function better. You're not mm-hmm. totally, you know, diving and, you know, stopping in the middle of your days like you used to. So I, I have Absolutely. seen great improvement. It's just, mm-hmm. we got to get to that next level too. I'm a perfectionist. I don't want to stop until we're actually there all the way. (laughs) Uh,
3: You and me both.
1: Yeah. So, um, with both of you, you've, you've talked about physical activities that you've done. JB, you've talked about journaling. Is there anything else that has helped you guys through this?
2: yeah, the the value of the journal for me um was that was a big step. I did start that earlier. Uh, mm-hmm. what that what that started to do and and uh, and I'll tell you how um and and you might um, I think you'll agree with me, uh, but uh, and what I learned from from you um, and, and not only the the journaling, the journaling opened up a whole complete uh, world for me. Uh, and that is sometimes it's a doodle. Sometimes it's a, you know, I'm writing, I'm down some pretty significant things. Um, w- w- one of the takeaways um, that, that I get is I'm quick to recognize what's going on with my body mentally is, Hey, this is how I'm feeling. Uh, you know, wh- whether that be anxiety or, you know, depression's coming on, we talk a lot about sleep uh, you and I um, and, you know, the, the, uh, I know when I'm coming in to see you, I, I know what you're going to tell me. Hey, this is off. and you know we've got to work you know you know with this uh, with this energy. I'm getting really good at diagnosing I guess myself and uh, you and know, figuring that out um, and even starting to study so I can work on myself uh, and, uh, and and others uh, with uh, with what uh, with what you're doing uh it, it, i guess it's not all just one thing um you, you know that uh that solved this uh, is uh but you know from the way i'm i'm feeling now you know i don't have the headaches um I, I i don't have the body aches you know that pain is gone you've helped me you've helped me with that and that's pretty significant to to feel you know wake up ready to attack the day um that's a that's a big uh a piece of, of what that is and i uh, take a, a lot away from, you know, the, uh, the bioenergetic kinesiology that, uh, that, that you offer.
1: Yeah. Both of you are really, really, really good at coming in and saying, Hey, this is going to be off. This, this is going to be off. Matt, a lot of times is dead on. Like he knows exactly what's going on. And both of you now know how to muscle test your own bodies, Both of you have come so far in being able to advocate for yourself and take care of your body, you know, like, um, just have that self-responsibility model where you know how to read your body now where before maybe you didn't. So that's kind of cool to watch both of you grow in that. I, I, I didn't realize that until we get on here, but you both do that. So that's kind of fun to see. Matt, do you have anything to add to that?
3: Um yeah, I, I would I would say that um some well I would I just wanted to add that the some of the work that you've done, like um, you know, I used to ha- I used to have some really unhealthy relationship type of, of things where almost like codependency um things like that with that my wife couldn't have her own thoughts almost, you know, at at times, like it was, it would almost bother me or her reactions would bother me. And through the work that we've done, you done, I don't know exactly. I know you told me at the time what you did, but, um, where there was some unhealthy tie there or something that you worked on. And, and my, my wife said it, like, she's like, I remember thinking, I just told my opinion and Matt was totally okay with that. And I was like, yeah. And you, you
1: know. have a very strong wife too, who will yes, give you her I opinion. <laughs>
3: I do. Yes. So.
1: so do either of you have any advice for our listeners if they're considering doing the bioenergetic kinesiology, as far as um, how it helps with the grief, what would you say to them?
3: I would tell them to, uh, well, give you a call and uh <laughs> just just talk to you because I, I think even just the consultation piece um will be super helpful for them um I mean I think you you know enough by talking through everything with them and, and your process of meeting with them that um what's going on with their their body exactly um so I mean there's a lot of other things you can do but I agree with J- uh jB it's i've done the counseling thing i've had a lot of bad counselors um a lot of things that don't work and this this for me personally does work so i don't think you can go wrong um, by just giving kelly a call
1: jb do we have about 30 seconds anything
3: yeah well
2: um i'm I'm learning um life is about experience um and and really taking that in and enjoying every step of the way uh the I, I was completely open uh in coming in into the conversation uh, uh with Kelly if people are listening they're I'm, I'm guessing they're open to this or they're they're interested in learning more is uh let it let it be you know uh, open it up and and really uh dive in it, it is beneficial it maybe it doesn't work for everybody uh but I'll bet I'll bet it uh I'll bet it would if you give it a uh give it a chance I mean uh it's, as I mentioned from where I was a year and a half or two, two years ago to where I'm at now, it's uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to see what's next. Uh, and a lot of that has to to do with what you've, you've been able to, to offer to me, to, to Matt and, and, uh, and many, many others. So uh, again, uh, uh, thank you for that.
1: Well, thank you for both for being on the show and sharing your extremely personal stories about your sons i'm your host kelly richardson i can be reached at kelly richardson.us or you can call the office at 608-563-5202 next week we will be talking with um about bioenergetic kinesiology and those suffering from allergies join us next thursday at noon central time for the underground
0: thanks for joining us on today's episode of the underground with kelly richardson We hope you have learned something you can apply to your own life. For more information, contact www.kellyrichardson.us. Until we talk again, have a wonderful week.